Raiders of the Fairies Puzzle Box is rated M for mature audiences only. It may contain nudity, sexual situations, strong language, and monsters that will eat you. The thoughts and opinions stated by Sam, Josh, and Clarence are their own and in no way reflect MTG cast, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or our mom, who tried really hard to teach us the right things to do and say. The following impressions left by Raiders can be helped by strong antipsychotic meds and therapy. Do not swim for up to two hours after listening to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Alright, man. Okay, just 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 hurry up, okay? What's wrong? That was that was Clarence. He'll be here in a he'll be here in a second. In a second. Well, I mean what's the problem though? I mean what's been going on? Well have have you not talked to him lately? Um I talked to him I think it was Tuesday. No, what's wrong with Clarence? Well, yeah, I guess just he just learned what reverse psychology was, and God, it's really annoying. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound that bad. What do you mean? Hey guys, sorry I'm late again. You know what would really suck if you guys all sucked my cock. That would be the most horrible thing in the world. I would fucking hate it. You guys should. Never ever even think about sucking my cock. Well, I'll be back in a minute. I gotta go grab a beer. See what you mean. Hey guys, we should totally go suck his cock. Oh, Alright, let's do this. <laughs> okay. Previously on Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. I was just uh, listening to the radio actually. Cool. And uh, Jimmy Dean's dead. The sausage guy. What? Who's the sausage Jimmy guy? Jimmy Dean. He's got his he's whole a, Jimmy Dean sausage. Is he a, a NASCAR driver? No. He, he makes sausage porn. and sausage-like products. Yeah, and he's dead now. Like you the, can find him on Red. Does he live here in town? <laughs> no, he's just, he's famous. He's got a huge line of Jimmy Dean sausage. You go to Walmart, you're looking <laughs> to buy sausage. There's and some brands go, offered. One of them is Jimmy, Jimmy Dean. Dean. Okay, so it's a brand, and there's yeah. an actual dude named I buy their eyes. Uh, Jimmy Dean, and he likes corn dog things with sausage pancakes. And he uh, so he's got a huge sausage, and he sings music. And what else? He makes so- he makes he plays the banjo. Products at Walmart. Yeah, right. And dead now. And he's dead. So that was your best podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, tie like, it in. Tie it in. I don't like sausage. So I'm so it? confused. Jimmy Dean. Had, he's, he heard it on the radio. The question posed the best to you. thing he heard on the radio. So Jimmy Dean is a big wiener, and he no, sings banjo Jimmy music. Jimmy Dean, right? And has a, a well, the how do you the know brand, him? He's, his brand of sausage, like his sausage products. Breakfast. This so sausage has a fan of his sausage-like products. <laughs> this is so fun for me. I don't know about you guys. Watching you try to explain the sausage maker Jimmy Dean to me is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about his genitalia. I'm talking about. No, no, I completely know who Jimmy Dean is. I just wanted to see how far you go with it. Right. And <laughs> so you knew Jimmy Dean? Did you go to his funeral? Absolutely. Jerked the guy off once or twice. With his huge and sausage. And his gas. And there never hurt anybody. Nope. In his casket. Up in his casket. Um, so cl- right. Oh, oh, or do, or yeah. totally pull some Fight Club shit. Like get a bunch just, of people in the back uh, seat and like totally get on the highway going like six miles an hour. Fucking flip the lights off and let go of the wheel and be like, "So anyone want to blow me?" <laughs> and, until someone gets on your dick, just you don't <laughs> grab all that wheel. Yeah. 
I have no idea how we're <laughs> inserting a thousand dollar thing into that. Anyways, what I would do this week for a thousand dollars? I would enter an Ultimate Fighting Championship or trial run or something in my current condition with zero training. I would just enter and go in the ring with somebody to try to make dude? it big time. What's your little lucky star name? Uh, my name would be. Hugo, <laughs> no, I would. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't think of that. I just thought that would be pretty great. Yeah. Welcome to episode 10 of Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. We are getting together weekly so we can not talk about magic. And then we talk about magic. You can find us in just about every place your mom goes. And then you can also look on the internet. And we're at uh, Yahoo, Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box at yahoo.com. That's where you can email us. You can leave a comment on MTGCast. And you can find us on Facebook, Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. All one word, just uh, search us and then add us as a friend, because we need friends or something, I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, I'm lonely. I'm <laughs> he's lonely. Where else can they find us? I'm almost at 300. I'm not going to say it. Oh, you motherfucker. You say it. You can you find us it. on iTunes as well. Oh, Or shit. your local porn store. <laughs> we I sell. already used that one two episodes ago. Right. I know, I listened to it today. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Great Flavored. I'm Clarence. And we have a new guy, and his name is... Why are you cutting me off? Why are you cutting me off? He, you have no, to say I'm it quickly. Dan- I'm Daniel. You're Daniel. He sounds an awful lot like Jason Mewes, but it's not Jason Mewes. Or it could be Jason Mewes if that'll keep you in, tuned in and asking His cock more. isn't nearly as big. It's clearly smaller than Jason Mewes. And if you don't know who Jason <clears throat> Mewes is, shut this off and go kill yourself. Go watch Zach and Mary make a porno because you get to see his junk in it, and you pause it just right... You don't have to pause it, man. It's pretty much flopping. Okay, well, you know, 
I'm just saying. I pause it. You do pause it. There's a tank shot that's also possible. You know how we talked about boobs the other week? Sam wanted to talk about dicks in this episode, and I said no. Hey, you're the one who made me watch Party Down in the very first episode of season one. There's a cock in it. I was yeah, just like, thanks, is. Josh. Thanks for that cock. You're welcome, man. I'll always give you some cock. Great uh, show, by the way. Hey. How many times have you said that in your life? Great, Josh. <laughs> thanks for that cock. Twice today. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, More why don't you yeah. break the ice and tell us about the first time you had sex. Oh. Sex? I uh, mean, wait, wait, wait. The first time you were Dutch Rudder. Dutch Rudder. Oh. By another man. Today. Maybe Today? Two, five minutes ago. Alright, first time you had five sex. Five minutes ago? Tell me about the first time you had sex, sir. First time I had sex. Alright. Daniel, we know you're a virgin. Shut the hell up. It tell us yeah, the guy's name, this. first of all. Certainly yeah. he has had sex with something. <laughs> we all have had sex with something. There's this porcupine. Well, I have this poodle at home. Alright. What's a poodle's name? <laughs> yeah. Sarah. You stab a poodle. <laughs> I was going to this general assembly, church meeting, for <laughs> nation, nationwide. Right. They're like, all the pastors are huge, huge convention and I brought this chick along with me and I was just, I just got out of the divorce with my parents, so I was all fat I need some love no, what do you mean, divorce and, uh, with your parents with quotation marks that people can't are see are you emancipated? no, I was, I was over it no, my parents got divorced oh. and I didn't, like, she thought Probably I was all sad about it she thought I was still sad about it sure. and I was like, oh, you're using that for a sympathy sympathy, fuck. sympathy fuck, right? Gotcha. so like my dad's the stuff will happen. What's your dad's name? Ah, uh, this this, uh, this information can't be disclosed right now. Right. Um, I don't understand this. Uh, so we all sleep. He puts he puts me and Keelan and him all in the same room. Who's Keelan, by the way? The poodle. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little Keelan. She's a girl from church camp. A girl from church camp. Weren't yeah. they all? Weren't they all? Yeah. Uh, how old were you? Uh, 16. Okay. No, how old are you, how old are you now? 16. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 18. What happened three I'm, days I'm ago, 18. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel lost his virginity three days ago. <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> to a poodle named Kylan. Okay. So long story short. No, no, no. no. The roofies we're not the dog. shortening the story. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> you're not getting ready to. Have... No. So what happens? Don't guys... tell my dad this. You're story. all in the same room. <laughs> don't let my dad listen to this. Okay, we'll keep him off the internet. <laughs> all right. So I'll take off, take the banner down from Hall yeah. of Heroes, yeah. maybe. Yeah, he shouldn't. Put your name on it. Story. <laughs> he, he, uh, we we find chances. We we like one one time. Is chances your cat? Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> There was this, this youth meeting we were going to go to. Sure. And we were already kind of tired. And so we were like, let's go to the youth meeting. And we were like, Dad, we're going to the youth meeting. All right, he went off to go have dinner or whatever. So yeah, I knew he was going to be off for like three and a half hours. So I was like, I'm kind of tired. fucking eat. <laughs> three and a half hours well, of he's dinner? Like, he's hanging out with women and he's doing the meeting. So like, he's got a meeting for like an hour and a half. And then he's going to drive to the place or walk there, I guess. So we can take like probably ten minutes they're gonna order and eat, and there's a group of like five. So Jesus, like, we don't care. I assume another forty minutes. <laughs> Get to the fuck. So like almost three hours. He thought and about the logistics. The logistics is important when you're a teenager trying to yeah. have sex. You're like you're planning this out, dude. I feel like the CIA. I remember to plan this. America's downfall with the two I still have to towers. do it. I got four kids. I'm like, hey, baby, we got three minutes. What are you doing? 
You want to go look at the No, the that's why there's locks. <laughs> <laughs> right, you turn the stereo the music up loud and... Okay, go on. <laughs> Alright, so we get there. Right. And... Wait, you're at your house? Well, okay, actually, this isn't the first time. This is, I totally lied. I'm just going yeah. to the best part. Alright, you want to hear the very first time? Just that's finish the story by now. I'm just gonna, right, nah, just first time, time. First time, we're at my house. She stays the night before we take the trip. I go in the front room. We get freaky. And then go get in the no, hot tub and freaky, get freaky. Like you're both on the couch? Like, where's well, the... Looks like it's like a couch bed. Alright. Right? So it folds out. Right. And, like, she was all, like, she was all hot from my, my wiener. Yeah. Like, wait, did she make the first move? Oh, yeah. Tell me. What was it? We're, we're sitting on the couch, and I brought out Cheez-Its. Hang on. Because she wanted a snack. So I sit on the couch, I sit next to her, and she's kind of sitting there reading a book, and her hand's on my lap. Right. And she just kind of moves it up, you know? Uh-huh. And I puts the fingers under the drawers and just kind of pulls them back. And it's like... There's I look, my wiener. I kind of look down. <laughs> and, like, I reach for a Cheez-It. I looked at her, and I was like, you want this? <laughs> or do you want this? And then you looked down again and you were like, fuck, I finished, we gotta wait. <laughs> and then you looked down again and he's like, why is the cheese bigger than my wiener? <laughs> no, what people don't know, I'm, I like to research things. Oh shit. Not to be like a pervert, but I was, I was on Primo Game for the first time. <clears throat> I felt well, confident. That's good. Good, good job, Danny. Confidence. Plus I'm so strong and muscular and sexy. <laughs> And women just make things every... And so do poodles. They try their hardest when they're with me, because they're like, damn. Let's get some, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, uh... Nah, fuck it. Sorry about that waste of time for like No, it's cool, it's cool. It's okay, we can edit. Alright. You had sex in the same hotel room your dad was sleeping in, but not like sleeping in at the time, but... That's I mean, that's cool. Yeah, and the hotel, that's what the hotel, the hotel pool. Yeah. And the shower. And... Basically everywhere we could in the room. <laughs> what about like Did you do it in your dad's bed? My hot tub. You sick you No, it was, it was ours. What is the stage called at, at church? What's that called? The altar? The altar. The Did you have sex on the altar? No. Okay. I think fine I think things are fine though. <clears throat> no, <that> <laughs> <hates> <laughs> Alright, so did in the Baptist. We're a magic <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we're gonna actually talk about magic in a little right. bit, but first right. let's talk about what's the best thing we saw on TV this week, motherfuckers. Alright. And Clarence has got his balls and he's rolling them. Mine. Why do we roll? I like the new Six. tattoos on your balls with the numbers so we can roll them like dice. I like them a lot. I got a 10. 8. Josh, go for a straight. That's 11. 11 first. That's straight. I don't want to go first. Awesome. I've gone first like three times. I know. You have We're rolling so damn high. I guess. Motherfuckers. Hate you, hate you both. Josh, what's the best thing you saw on television this week? Well, you went with the die roll. It wasn't strategy. you with a fucking. Oh, I hate you. Was it Grey's Anatomy? <sighs> Thank God it wasn't, sir. The season's over. <laughs> Rerun started yesterday. There's box sets. Right, let's catch back up for next season. <laughs> anyway. I'll watch them all again if, with you if you want to. Best thing I saw I on television. I thought when that chick died and then came back alive. Ugh. I was like, alright. So the best thing I saw on TV this week was from Paris with love. Have you guys seen this? John Travolta? Sounds kind of sexy. I hate John Travolta. I like Paris and I like love. Yeah, I'm guessing the the title's a take on a James Bond from something. From Russia with love. From Russia with love. Thank you. I knew you would know. And the USSR. I I own every James Bond movie. It's uh, it's centered around a guy who was in the CIA and he wants to move up into special ops. He wants to be James Bond. You know, and 
he gets an assignment where he has to work with the guy that basically is James Bond. Fucking hate you when they do that. You know that? Were they secret agents? Uh, yes, they're both secret agents. Did they work for MI6? <coughs> no. That's London. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, so the James Bond character... In Wait, the, did they know M? Stop it. Sorry. Is actually John Travolta. And... John Travolta in this movie is the equivalent of Matt Damon in The Born Identity. It's it's a great movie. It has a great plot and a one really great twist. So I highly recommend it, even if you hate John Travolta, because it's it's one of the better movies I've seen him do ever. You ready for a, a shocker? You ready? Yeah. You ready for? Uh, no, no. I, I have something for you. Yeah, is it two fingers and a thumb? Nope. Because that was shocker last night. I've never seen The Born Identity or any of those three Ooh, movies. Really? I haven't either. Never seen. Really? Them. Really, guys? Never sit down and watch them. They're before. so good. So good, guys. Now, that's what I hear, and I and I it's I never that think of the it best when I thing you watch on movies. TV next. Absolutely. Maybe yeah. if you watch it, it will be. You guys just have to remind me. Sam, right. what's the best thing you watched on TV this week? Okay, well, the best thing I saw on TV this week, it, it's so funny because I immediately called Clarence and and I told him, I was like, Clarence, I just saw that there's going to be new episodes of Futurama on Comedy Central. And, and Clarence I, goes, I still think that that's your unbelievable life for the week. They said that. No, it's no, true. No, I, I read that. I read that like two months ago and they never did it. They played all these movies beforehand. Yeah, well, I'll get to explain that in a second. But okay, okay Comedy Central has picked yeah. up Directed Futurama, and they have episodes ready to go. I haven't seen a date yet of when they're going to start, but there's going to be new episodes of Futurama on Comedy Central, and that is the best thing I've seen on television this week. Is that weird? It was a commercial, but um, I still think that's your lie. I, it's, I'm not following. It's for not it. a lie. Okay, the, the story was Fox. <laughs> Fox opted. They said they would. Uh, they would put Futurama back on the air uh, if. If they put out like a series of movies and they got really good hits, or I don't know whose idea it was Fox or Matt Groening's, I don't know, but this—that's what they did. But the movies just flopped. They sucked. They were—they would have made great twenty-minute episodes, but they stretched them out to an hour and a half, and they were just miserable because of it. So Fox said, uh, "You know, fuck it, we're not doing it because you, the these are horrible ratings." And then Comedy Central stepped up and said, "We will." <laughs> and so they had all these did episodes ready to go. <laughs> and, they raised uh, their hand shyly and said, "That's a badass." They probably that's the way I picture it going. I totally get it. Yeah, and it makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense. And uh, so I'm, I'm really excited. So Matt really looks at those guys. <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck them. Peace out, Fox. But the <laughs> actual, the actual like full episodeage that I watched this week that I highly enjoyed. I found a season two of the whitest kids you know. Uh, on, on the internet and watched it and it was just simply amazing. It was amazing. And uh, it's a great show. And I found found out what network that came off originally because I could not figure it out for the life. Where of did me. you find it though? Because obviously it's not on that network. Uh, our friend Matt Duplissy, right. who we talk about, I think pretty much every podcast. We love that guy, by the way. He was in episode two, and uh, he, uh, when I started working with him first, he told, was telling me about a sketch, and so he told me to go to YouTube and check it out. I only found like two or three different sketches on YouTube, but apparently there's been like four seasons of just like episodes that are just full of just amazing sketch comedy. Where can you watch so, these seasons at? Where did you watch them? At? I watched. They only had season two, and it was even minus one episode of season two on TVShot.net. There you go. So that's uh, that's where I watch a lot. I get a lot of my entertainment. TVShot.net. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Anyway, so I was. I was what, tell me, tell me a sketch or two. Tell me a sketch or two, Sam. Come on. I don't. Quit I don't, don't want to do that. 
Fuse is what is what I came up. Fuse was the original network that brought us the whitest kids you know. All right, Daniel, what's the best thing you watched on? I don't. I don't want to watch. Sketch you know, company. I was uh, I was in Denver last week, and uh, that's the last time I watched TV. I'm just gonna go with this. Okay. But uh, it was the A Team. The new one. I'm in the the big IMAX theater. Yeah, the new Very one. Cool. Yeah, okay. Most things in IMAX. And you enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I like. Okay. I remember. Um, I've seen a lot of the old episodes. I yeah. used to watch them when I was at my grandpa's house. Yeah. And uh, the movie does a really good job of transitioning that to like a motion picture. When I usually go into like motion pictures that are based off old television shows or anything that's based off of something else like that, I try to forget a ri- like going into GI Joe. I for- I try to just forget that there was ever a GI Joe before then, oh, so yeah. I can be completely open minded and, and like try. Well, to I, I just take compa- it I mean, in I mean comparatively not- afterwards. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the movie, I, I mean, I just went in there, I was like, oh, this is going to be a badass movie. A lot of action? Yeah, I'm, there's some pretty ridiculous stuff in there. Yeah, there's a tank coming out yeah, of the, the fucking helicopter. Oh, there's a scene in the Don't tell them, no, we don't hear All right, all right. We don't get spoilers away of movies that are still in the theater. Now, if it's on the video, that's your own fault. Because this is three weeks behind. I'm totally willing to give out spoilers to movies that are still in the theater. No, I'm not. And maybe a... This is the A-Team. I'm not going to go see the theaters. Right. But I'm... We're going to win it anyway. If there's an IMAX theater... By the time it comes out, you're going to start hearing about it. So, like, you're not going to be waiting in line. Come on. Anyway. Alright. Clarence, what's the best thing you saw on television? Um... There's a new show on MTV. And (laughs) normally I wouldn't say anything about MTV because... It's mighty awful. But, uh... The show's called The Hard Times of R.J. Berger. It's pretty fucking funny. It's about a uh, a nerd in high school, and he has a huge cock. <laughs> and so, in the first episode, he... Uh, well, that's all I'm telling you. In the first episode, he's the manager for the basketball team. He's got to deal with the coach where if he does it, he doesn't have to participate in gym activities because he's a nerd. He doesn't like to do that kind of shit. Actually, hold on. The very first scene, he's got a drawn-up uh, uh, superhero, if you will, chick. Super... Super chick? Super heroine? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, she's like, he's, you see the picture and she's pretty You've hot. You've read comic books know. for how many years and you just had problems describing a superhero? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Female superhero anyways, for the love of Christ. Anyways, he's got a picture of this chick that he's drawn up and, and he's laying in his bed he starts beating off. This is the very first scene of the show. He's beating off and he's, <laughs> he's looking at the picture of the chick that he drew and he starts like trying to finger the paper and pretty fucking hilarious and then his mom walks in go on well then uh, okay so later on in the show he's the manager of the basketball team and the team's down by two and they're about to beat this undefeated team and a fight breaks out and all the four of their players get suspended or ejected so there's only four people left they're going to have to forfeit so the coach is like hey Berger throw on a uniform get in there and as he's going in he's, the coach is like hey don't touch the fucking ball if you touch the ball our agreement's off just Stay out of the way, let us score the points and win. Well, the ball comes to him, and he throws up a shot, you know, Teen Wolf style. It's slow-mo, and you see the seconds count down, and he misses horribly. They lose the game. The whole crowd's laughing at him, and then it pans back to him, and his shorts are on the floor. And so he's standing there in just his jock. And it pans over to his best friend in the stands. It's like, oh, at least he still has his jock strap. Pans back to him, jockstrap falls, 
crowd shuts up and is like, so it's like everything. You can't see that. Looking, but what I'm doing is they're looking in awe at this huge fucking cock. Well, as we've all done in the past, you see the cock or is that an assumption? Like, is there things whispered that you hear? The cock says something. Oh my god, that's a that's a python or something. I don't remember what the cock. Like after the jockstrap hits the ground, you hear something else hit the ground, right? And then the chick that's been stalking this guy is like. Oh my god, um, what, she said something about being wet, I don't know, but uh, it's pretty funny shit. I think I just filled the cup. Uh, <laughs> the, the basketball player, like the, the star basketball player guy, and RJ's, or the star basketball player's girlfriend and RJ get paired up as study buddies, and RJ's talking to her at a party about studying, and the basketball player comes over and hits him and he's like don't ever talk to her again because you know he's got a huge cock I wouldn't want some dude with a huge cock talking to my girl makes sense well then he gets up and he he, he's like that's enough I'm tired of taking this guy's shit so he goes out and he whips his dick out in front of this guy rubs his hand in his nuts throws it in the guy's face and is like that's what a man smells like bitch <laughs> and that's how the first episode ended it's, oh that's fantastic it's pretty fucking that's hilarious. sick man yeah I don't know if I could uh, like the, the way you should try to swear guys <laughs> to watch a show is being like I saw the show about this guy with a huge cock yeah the su- <laughs> the and I don't feel like I would like, the, if they I really are the they say funny one. shit that you wouldn't expect them to say I understand that it's like, like everything bad the, that could possibly happen the chick happen. that's had a crush on him for since kindergarten you know if she's had a crush on the nerd since kindergarten she's pretty fucked up bitch right I, they're walking down the hallway and the school's using all its funding for athletics so she's like they ran out of toiletries in the female or in the women's restroom. They don't even have tampons, and I got a vampire buffet in my panties. And just <laughs> like, oh my god, why did she say that? <laughs> vampire bait. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's, that's, that's nice. Uh, I think it's funny. I, I can. I, I'm seeing the scenario. I'm sitting in the sitting and down, watching watching the show, and uh, Candace yeah. watching. She's like, hey, what's this, what's this show you're watching? I'm like, it's a show Clarence told me about. This kid just has a right, huge yeah. cock. Last week too. Yeah, so I mean, anyway, <laughs> check it out. Very cool. So that's what we watch on TV this week. Uh, we're gonna move right into the best podcast we heard this week. And since I rolled high, I'll go first. Motherfucker. Bet your sweet ass you'll go first. All right. So the best podcast I listened to this week was on CBS Sports. It's about fantasy football. And I found I listened to ESPNs. I've listened to it like four years, very religiously. Oh, by the way, fantasy football. Pretty awesome. If you don't know what it is, just check it out. Everybody probably If you don't know what it is, hey, we'll start a league with you. Absolutely. Actually, that would be kind of cool. Do you remember the episode of Deck Builders Radio where they went off talking about football because they... Yeah, that's pretty nice. So anyway, yeah. Uh, maybe we will do a Fantasy Football Listeners League. Just, if you're interested, maybe send us an email and we can get it started sometime. Anyway, um, it was right after the NFL draft. I downloaded like the last 10 or so. And since football is not a regular topic right now... They're talking. I listened to the one after the draft on the 22nd, and I don't know. Just starting to listen to football shit again, even though it's June, it's kind of exciting. Getting excited for fantasy football, Clarence. What's up with that? Yeah, I love football. We love football. Sam, I like football. Sam likes football. I just don't. We've always told him that football is what gay sex looks like. I like the World Cup. Yeah, you don't. Uh, There's a lot of magic players out there. Go USA. So yeah, that's the best podcast to listen to with CBS Sports Fantasy Football. Like Mike Flores and BDM both enjoy soccer, as do the the blokes over at JudgeCast. 
They talk about World Cup junk. You want to toss yeah. me a root beer? Absolutely. Just so I can't have real beer? What? <laughs> Who says that? Remember that episode I watched of it? That's called bad parenting kids. <laughs> anyway, Sam, at least it's doing it here responsibly. We could do a whole podcast about this. We'll carry him to his car when he's done. I'm saying that I just so want to drive home. Oh, the uh, best podcast. Okay. Um, the best one I've listened to this last week was uh, Dredging for Humor. They put up another episode after two months, so it was rather exciting and. And uh, the only reason I picked this one out of all the ones I've listened to this week is it's the only one that I've actually stopped in the middle of another podcast and be like, okay, i got to go listen to this because it's dredging for humor and it's usually very, very good. Once again, Sam listened to everything on the MTG Cast Network. Seriously. Pretty much. Pretty much he, everything. He told me everything this afternoon. And then he's like, well, there's one that I don't listen to, but we're not going to mention that because I don't want to hate on it. Yeah, and it's not attacking for games. I know that's what Clarence was about to say. I, I wish it would come back. I miss you attacking for games. They're changing extended. Soldiers are gonna rock when they the floor are so went up. Gonna rock. Seriously, wow. Fairies. You guys are gonna roll. Anyway, fairies um, are probably fairies. gonna be in a, yeah, a, a if force. you guys don't know what attacking for game is, it's on the right side of the webpage on the top. It's the first podcast. Sam, listen to attacking for And game. everyone out there thinking about making podcasts, don't go with anything uh, alph- alphabetically higher than attacking for game so we can keep that one at the top of the list and always say, you've gotta listen to the one at the top of the list. Right. There's yeah. a reason they're at the top so of the list. So they listen to The Dredging for Humor. It was episode number six. Great job, noob, dude, Jack. Keep it up. Uh, also, I want to mention JudgeCast. It's a, it's another podcast I've always really enjoy and look forward to. It's a Sean Cantonese. He's a level two judge from Sacramento. He yeah. says that every episode, so I remember that. <laughs> and he has Ricky Hayashi. And I know there's a lot of people out there going, oh, yeah, Ricky, because he writes for Channel Fireball. And he's a level three judge, and a lot of people know him. He just actually got a job exclusively working for Star City Games, and he's moving to Virginia from Sacramento. To, to be there in the offices and, and work for them. So that's really cool. Uh, but that's going to leave Sean without him for the podcast. So he went out and got uh, Jose Bulbadar. Bulbadar? I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. But yeah, he's another level one judge. But basically, they talk about the judging side of magic and stuff, and it's really interesting, and they answer a lot of like rules questions and really break shit down. Like, they, they really got into, in the last episode, that so breaking down are... the playing a lightning bolt to kill uh, 2-3 Tarmogoyf and why it doesn't work, and went through the exact stages of it, and it was just, it blew my mind just how intricate, 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 that's the word, that it is to actually just cast a spell, right. and, and what happens to it at what time and everything. So basically, if you guys are sitting around your kitchen play table playing some magic, and you come across a situation you don't know the answer for, and you call the guy you usually call, and he doesn't sound very sure... Check out JudgeCast and yeah, send them an email. They They'll love answer it. that question, man. They, they will love answer. it. They only get like two or three questions per episode, so I mean, then they're always like, "I wish we had more." So really, try to stump them. That's 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 something people yeah, we, have really enjoyed to do. So that'll far. be your guys' homework this week. So write in the JudgeCast. Oh man, I mean, I'll get their email for you real quick. So well, yeah, well, Daniel well, we can check talks it about his Daniel. His tell us about your best talk radio or podcast. All right, um, I. I was driving back from this Denver trip. Where you saw the 18? Where I saw the 18? No, that was earlier. Whatever. Like a year. It's three days. <laughs> but yeah. Right. Anyways, um, 
ahead, man. You were yeah. driving. <laughs> what the fuck? Hopefully so not. This, <laughs> there was this radio station. <laughs> this radio station. Dun, 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 dun. And I, I, um, I know Neil Bortz is good. I like Neil Bortz. What is Neil Bortz? I don't know. I'm not sure either. No idea. Really? Yeah. Tell us all, man. All right. He's a... Uh, I really don't know too much about him. Is he a radio personality? Don't Google No, he's, he's a government hater. Ah. You know, he dogs on everything so that's happening. So is happened. he a political... Political speaker, activist. He's a politi- He's a professional hater. A, a right-wing extremist that dogs on everything he doesn't like. One second, I'm sorry, Daniel. JudgeCast is judgecast at gmail.com. So if you got that question you want to send it to him, do it. And listen, they'll answer it. Go ahead. And that's who he is. Okay. And I like to listen to that because it's kind of funny. Okay, so what were like what was he talking about? What was the upset I was about? slamming BP. Why? What's wrong with BP? Oh, you haven't heard? No. Oh dude, there's like they they drilled this perfect well. And it was like it was gonna drill, you know, the richest, most beautiful, fullest, best rich, amazing oil. Out of the ground and produce, you know, tons of oil for everybody. With lots of little semens in it. Lots of little semens. Okay. And what happened? The uh, I think it's a pressure valve. I don't know some some part that's really really vital to keeping everything in. You know, like that should be checked over and over and just like super secured. Well, you know, one day it just broke. So wait, so so what happened then? Oh well, BP was kind of like ah. America, um, we fucked up, and and they're like, "Oh, what's what's happening?" And and you know, as soon as little this like red, uh, it's just this red, the killing like mass death sweeping all over the you know the Gulf of Mexico, started killing fishes. That's uh, fucked up, dude. When did this happen? I, I was all, almost like what f- uh, 50, 52 days ago, right? Is that, I have no is idea. That right? Is that right? This is all news to me. Did they, did they talk about this on the TGCast? He's talking about sub BP. So wait. Yeah. So it broke. Like fish what happened, and Eskimos to, the, and what shit. happened to the What's, perfect oil if well, it broke? Well, the perfect oil started, you know, they were like, oh, maybe this isn't so great, all this oil flowing out of this this valve we kind of maybe forgot to put a screw in or something. Wait. Oh, I was looking at my phone. We're okay. talking about no, the vice president on. of who? Hold on. Vermont. So, but what I'm trying to figure out is, so they freed the perfect oil, right? Right, so the, the perfect oil is flowing all over the beautiful ocean. Right, so the VP of Vermont went to the oil place and what? So now the illegals can't Took swim a wrench. in the Gulf Wait, of Mexico. Wait, how is there a vice president of a and state, by the way? And perfect oil. What the hell is the problem? They can't swim through the Gulf of Mexico anymore. Is your job The perfect oil is released. It's, it's all bad. there. What, what's, what's the problem? It's killing wildlife. I like wildlife. What kind oh, of wildlife? There's some stuff in wildlife that I was like, No, there's a lot of fishes are dying. There's a lot of coral reefs there. Poodles that are being reached that are dying, coral like being wiped out. People. There's not much of it though. We gotta preserve that. That's so. It's <laughs> Mother Earth. What have they ever done for That's you? The Gulf of Mexico. It's, it's like pretty low major ocean. Those pictures. I really, I really enjoy those pictures. If there wasn't a coral reef there, we could probably put river boats and have gambling. I really enjoy those pictures they put on travel things to make you go places. And spend they, all your money on Think of the shit. one they can put on the Gulf of Mexico. And they can get that oil out of the water. And they'll be like, here, Max. 
Here, Cuba. <laughs> Come on, Cuba. And then Namor can expand his kingdom. I I see no bad of getting rid of the coral So this reef. goes back to what was the best thing you listened to on the radio this week? Neil Bortz, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Teaching the youth of America. Fucking A. The wrongs right, of today. What's the best thing you listened to? Uh, I listened to Monday Night Magic today. and Have listened like, to it Was it this week's or last week's? I'm pretty sure it was this week's. It was about... Uh, they did a lot about Arch, Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy, yeah. Arch Enemy. They did that the last couple episodes. And what is that? Can you explain? No, I really... I really can't. No. Well, you can go well, to uh, wizards.com and look it up under Magic Gathering. I just, I, just, I just saw it today. If every other podcast hasn't talked about it, then I would go and explain it to you. But since they have, I'm not going just, to. Oh, that makes sense. Go into the MTG Cast Network, look on anything, and hit play. <laughs> and they talked bastards. about... Uh, uh, some of the cards have been spoiled from M11, and how whether or not they're okay with like newer cards replacing older cards. Functional reprints. Yeah, and their 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 example was Liliana's caress. And Love it, Megram. It's the but, exact same. Yeah, but it's one less. So, and they were like, you know, that's that's okay because. Nobody played Megrum unless right, you were no, playing Casual, and, and is, now you can throw it in a deck and a Mike. Is Spectre better than Hypnotic Spectre? That Spectre is amazing. It's good. Would, Clarence and I, I actually really, discussed well, that. Like, Hypnotic Spectre no, was a draw, wasn't. It was, mean, it was Hypnotic Spectre isn't playable in, in a constructed tournament deck, but this guy might be, so that's the difference. Red What's Lark the difference? I only looked at the spoiler today because I'm out of chance. And then the Professor's 123 double standard. Was, I haven't watched it. It was pretty cool, too. I'm like four behind. There's like four other I haven't listened to yet. I'm half. I'm almost over the UMGG taps from a couple days ago. Everyone has put up two hour episodes. It's taken me a lot longer. And we thank you for that. I'm not complaining. Loving it. Dun, 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 dun. They made us think at the beginning of the most recent UMGG taps money. <laughs> that they were opening up beta packs, and I got excited. But it turns out they were opening up some crap, weird. Packs oh, and they talked about the judges and Monday Night Magic, the dark, and how. So, okay. Cards were kind I haven't listened to this week yet, yeah, so. It wasn't good. up earlier when cool. I went to download it. I'm going to listen to it probably very soon, and not to mention, I'm sure the next one's coming up really soon, too. So, I'll have two to listen to this week. If MC Football hadn't crept in there, I probably would have. Anyway, so that's the best uh, podcast we listened to this week. You guys get out there and support the podcast network. When you're sitting on your computer, like, not right. figure your butthole when you get done with that, and you're, like, playing video games or whatever, just put a podcast on. Yeah. And it, and, Seriously, if you're if you're beating off on you know one of your porn sites, just turn just the volume down. Put a turn the volume down on the porn site and listen to Tom from Monday Night Magic. His voice it's is so soothing. Actually, but, but even more than Tom is uh, Maurice. Maurice has the most Marcel. Soothing. Marcel, sorry, I'm sorry, Marcel. It's almost like you're really sleeping. With I love oh, Marcel. Dude, yes, man. more Marcel. I want Marcel to read me some graphic romance novel so I can get off. And another reason I like it when he's on the show is because he actually talks about magic. He plays magic right, really, unlike so. a lot of the other hosts. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like Eric and Jack and Tom just fine, but they just don't play a lot of magic. Yeah, and Marcel is actually probably on there three or four times a week on MTGO. And that's another thing. If you're playing MTGO or you're playing Workstation or whatever you play online, if you do play any kind of magic online, click, uh, click in an open box and play us or play somebody else. But more us than other people. Play us first, then play other people. <laughs> anyway, so that's the best podcast we listened to this week. And we'll move right into the movies. Gentlemen, I told you to look up your favorite movie derived from SNL. Either the character or, you know, produced from Lauren Michaels. Just, you know, the type of movie. And since I will probably go first again, my, yeah, favorite, you will. my favorite SNL movie is The Jerk. The Jerk! With Steve Martin. 
I remember watching it for the first time when I was about 15. Sam and I watched it together. Oh my god, I peed my pants. I literally oh, peed my pants so watching that movie. Funny. I actually had a problem at that time period in life, but we won't talk about that. Alright, so real, real quick recap of The Jerk. Steve Martin comes into a lot of money. and Because of his invention. Right, because of his invention of uh, his eyeglass holder. And I'm going to get to I don't remember. Anyway. Uh... Just to get to grab. Yeah, to grab. To get to my favorite scene. A lot of people are coming to him to like invest in really shitty stuff. And this guy comes in and says, I need money to make this stuff that I this atrocity to stop happening. And, and so he's like, What? What is it? Oh my god. You know, and he pulls out this video and he hits play on it. And it's uh, Steve Martin in a Mexican get up. You're not supposed to know Steve Martin, but he's standing around a bunch of Mexicans holding money in the air, waving and shouting, you know, like it's down in Mexico. And the guy reaches into a cloth sack in here, and it's a little tiny kitten. And he keeps pulling out kittens, like three or four or five, and he starts juggling. And at the whole time, they're all he's juggling kittens. He's juggling kittens. It's got to stop. And Steve Martin's like, oh my god, oh my god. You know, and he's like, here, how much do you need? He's like, signs a blank check over to him. <laughs> It was it was fucking hilarious. Juggling your kids getting shot at, right? There's plenty of scenes. That's my yeah. favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. So go watch the jerk. And Sam, what's yours? I'm still concerned about the kittens. Did they ever stop them? No, they never stopped. Them. Is this a continuing problem in Tijuana? That's still juggling kittens right now. That's fucking bullshit, man. Give me some money, I'll make it stop. We gotta make that stop. <laughs> Give me a blank check. Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, dry my tears. <coughs> I really... Wow. <coughs> really having a hard time here. <laughs> Those kittens are not real. It's a movie. Fictional <laughs> no, characters. That was really... Okay. I, I had an issue there. Alright. I, uh, I had like a three-way tie, really. I, I couldn't choose. Um, it was Tommy Boy, Billy Madison, and Wayne's World. How do you choose... Flip a coin. No, I couldn't do it. So, uh, Billy Madison was really the most influential of the three, so, like, that's when I would have to put above you the know, other two. It's like, it's like a hot chick or your wife coming up and saying, asshole, vagina, or mouth. And then she talks about what you want to get punched in. Two days later, <laughs> I'd still be sitting there, how would you choose? Right. So, is Billy Madison the most influential because you were 18 when you passed third grade? I don't want to talk about that. No, it was because I, so I saw it at a very young age. It was one of the most taboo movies I saw at a young age. Like, or was it the Penguin? <laughs> the Penguin. <laughs> he put you up to this, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> magazine day. It's so great, and I also got to mention Ghostbusters because come Absolutely. on, it's it's, it's fantastic. Uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, can't go wrong with that combo. There was other guys in the movie, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Daniel Lyon. Four. It's not your fault. He's yeah, I, I go on and on. Um, is your I, have, I have to say my favorite was Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, very nice. It, it is good. It's, it's so scene. good. Favorite it's scene great. of Tommy Boy. Favorite scene of Tommy Boy is. Favorite scene of Tommy Boy? Yeah. When he's sitting in the when he's sitting in the hotel room <laughs> and there's the chick down there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's the best. He's doing what? I'm sorry. He's he's in the hotel room. Right. And it's Richard. Richard and is the little guy. He's the little skinny dude with David the Spade. hair. David, David Spade. Spade. He goes up to this window and there's like smoking hot chick outside by the pool. He's walking. He's kind of like, oh, oh, you know, he's getting a little, getting a little excited about this. It's not too cold. You don't want to keep those clothes on. 
Such Look around. Oh, it's safe. Oh, it's okay. No, no one's watching. It's okay. No one's watching. Oh, no one's watching. That's Speaking of no one's watching. <laughs> and then Tommy, you know, comes walking in, knocking on the door. Right, mid stroke. <laughs> hey, the gym's closed, so I was gonna go get a pizza. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> Richard! <laughs> hey, Richard, who's your favorite little rascal? Is it Alfalfa? <laughs> I or it was Spanky? <laughs> so good, and so good. Great news. Clarence, what's yours, man? You tell us a great scene. I have a tie as well. Uh, the first one's the Blues Brothers. And that's just the, the whole movie is my scene. And then, uh, the, my three amigos. <laughs> the three amigos. Is, love three is amigos. my other one. And I, I, Martin I'm short, what happened? I'm doing the thing right now, but you can't see me. <laughs> and, uh, when, uh, Chevy Chase is trying to get their attention, yeah. he's like, standing on the thing, and he's like, look over here. You gotta see it. It's come here, come here, come here. Hello. This is hilarious. My favorite scene in that movie. Yeah, the, the plane drives, flies over, and Martin Sheen is like, "Hey, look at that! It's a male plane." What do you mean it's a male plane? Yeah, then I had no idea what he meant. He's like, you know, it, I saw the balls. Did you, did you see the balls? The yeah. Little balls on it. The little balls on it. <laughs> and then he laughs and walks on and then uh, Chevy Chase and Steve Martin look at each other like I have no idea what he's talking about <laughs> I think my favorite part of the movie is after they confront the villain and they realize man we can't take this guy out they run back to the village and they're like we gotta we gotta have a plan you know we can beat these guys if we have a plan and he goes up to him like well everyone's got a special purpose you know what is what is this village really good at and they all look at each other shrugging shaking their head and then one lady's like we can sew. Yeah. <laughs> so they make a shitload of for three amigo costumes, and you'll have to watch the rest to find out what happens. Would you fucking stop that? <laughs> That's Again, awesome. it was Martin Short. He he was so amazing in that movie, but never really did anything else. <laughs> That's all right, though. In my mind, that's all he needed. Not even his characters in SNL were that memorable. No. Maybe Stuart Smalley. He wasn't Stuart Smalley. He is in my mind. <laughs> Stuart Smalley was uh, uh, Mike Myers, dude. Yeah, fuck you. <sighs> and I picked those two because I was pretty sure Sam would say Wayne Wayne's World. Yeah. yeah. I actually thought he was too. Anyway, you thought I'd pick what? Four. Wayne's World. I did. I mentioned Wayne's World. All right. So, what was the most unbelievable lie you guys told? And you're first. first. Yeah, I'll go first. I love you, Medeo, especially out. Alright, so I work at a restaurant, and a lot of times we have downtimes, and we play stupid little games. And there's this one chick I work with who's really cool. Her name is Sheridan. And she goes to a lot of the house parties and shit, so she sees all the stuff that happens and there. She's that, smoking hot. That I don't see. And so she likes to play this little game with me of guess who, blah, blah, blah. And, like, guess who has herpes? And, like, these are. This is like there's a real answer to this. People I work with, somebody has herpes, and so <laughs> I have to guess until I get it right. And like, who guess who slept with Katie? And I have to guess until I get it right. So I pulled one on her, and she came over and she's like, every once in a while I'll throw one at her that she doesn't know about the managers or something. I'll be and then so I said, all right, so guess who got charged with manslaughter but was able to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? 
So she's like freaking out a little bit, and like after a while, she just can't guess. She can't guess. She's like, she goes through almost the entire roster of, of our entire restaurant. And then I'm like, you want me just to tell you? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no way. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I got charged That's with That's great. <coughs> I was driving drunk one night, and this old Indian guy walked out in front of me. And I swerved and I hit him. Yeah, so I went on, and she believed it. I totally bought it. And that was my life for this week. Same old. What's yours? It's the second time Jerry's texted me asking if we're playing Hero Clicks tonight, and the second time I wrote no. <laughs> Is that your life? No, That's okay, my wife this week. Okay, the, this morning, I have three children. I have three children, ages seven, six, and four. This morning, they started their uh, swimming lessons where I take them to the pool and have trained professionals show them how to not not die in the water. Uh, it's, it's a great <laughs> idea. It's a couple hours of summer invested into them not dying so many times in the future. It's completely worth it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Turns out, like, two-thirds of our whole planet is a body of water, so you should know this stuff. Yeah, yeah it's and important. And that's why the movie Science Sucks. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. It's true. Yeah, oh my god. Anyway, so uh, I take my kids, and I actually like I get there, and there's all these other parents there, and there's it's people I know, people I went to high school with, and everything, and a lot of people I haven't seen in forever, and so immediately I was like, opportunity, <laughs> because I hadn't really fulfilled my lie this week, so I uh, I was talking to the, this chick, do you remember her from Drama Debate, Brenna? Brenna Powell? Powell, yeah. yeah. And uh, and she's like, so these are your kids? And I was like, and I was like, yeah, it's rare that I have them all together at the same time. I was like, this one's from my first marriage, Hannah, and uh, I actually have another one with that marriage, but she couldn't be here today, and, uh, and then for my second marriage, we had Alyssa. I was actually, but actually, we we got pregnant with her while I was still with my first marriage. One second, one second, Sam. You gotta make sure the listeners know that you've only been married once. I'm still married to the same woman I married. Uh, it'll be eight years. Eight year. years ago, yeah, yeah, or something like that. Very um, cool. Okay, so so uh, yeah, I have not, I've been I've not been divorced, but I eventually convinced her that I've been married five times, and then yeah, it, she was just like, "Wow, well, uh, how do you feel about this one?" I was like. I was like, I feel a lot better with this one than I did the last one. I mean, uh, it's looking good so far. It's been three months, and it's it's going well. Fingers crossed. <laughs> okay. Yep, there you go. So, that was my life. lie, and you I know... thrown up something in Jesus. Little, yeah. luck, little luck in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, I should have. But uh, this conversation took a few minutes, and she went over and joined this crowd of people that I knew that she was over there talking like, can you believe this guy? <laughs> the fuck's wrong with him? <laughs> You guys sit over there and nod. <laughs> and uh, look at you. Like, well, yeah, I was like, I was, on, I was on the phone a lot to avoid talking to others. But you know, what can you do? All right, Daniel, what's the best slide you told this weekend? I was at church on Sunday in Chandler, Oklahoma. Chandler, Oklahoma. And this old Does lady he destroy artifact creatures. Wait, that's Chandler the Legend. Chandler the Legend. Jesus. <laughs> it's Chandler. You're not over that yet. I'll never be over it. What happened in Chandler? No, nothing. Just tell <laughs> you lie. said you listened to our tell podcast. Tell you lies, sir. <laughs> it's not on with, the internet yet. That was last right. week. No, we've talked about, I've talked about him like three different times. <laughs> I was down Stop there. It. I was down there. And this uh, this grandma had like her little walker thing. She was going up the stairs. And she put the wheels on there. And she was like falling backwards. And the mom just walked past her. 
The mom just wa- didn't even like realize it. That is the daughter, I guess. She's the mom. Walk past her. She's <laughs> 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 looked old. They both looked about the same age. <laughs> One had a lot of <laughs> So an old lady didn't notice another old lady. What's no- my oh, friend oh, told me it was her mom. Anyways, <laughs> so she's walking back, and the old lady just falls backwards and just fell. Butt. Yeah, she just fell on her butt and like went down. The walker like fell, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, and they <laughs> freaked you, out though. about it. Not you. No, so it just, turns out Daniel put, put the wheels on her walker. But like, but the, but the sad thing is, like, the only reason I saw this is because I watched it happen, and sure. I didn't go, you know, I didn't grab the walker because I was just sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, she's falling," and <laughs> no one helped her. So I was like, "Oh, I bet she bounces." <laughs> She never gets up again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, that was horrible. Alright, so what's the so lie you told lie. me? That was the lie. <laughs> it's not a lie. That's horrible! <laughs> that was the lie. Oh if you would have said I'm blind or something to her, like, I would have helped you, but I couldn't see. No, the whole thing never happened. No, you just, just lied to us. Oh, oh that's gay. gay. That's gay. That's gay. Well, you did, dude. I know he did it. <laughs> Dude, I've done That's that like so life. many times. You know, ladies falling, and then like, hmm, this could be <laughs> I mean, interesting. <laughs> it would be more interesting if I helped her and she walked on as an ungrateful bitch, or if I watched her fall and laughed about it and told a story about it later. Right over and kick her. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. Clarence, what's the I'm sorry, I suck. <laughs> I've actually I've been working on this life for a long time, <laughs> and uh, it's just time to let it out. Sam Xander's mind. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, Dude, your kids all had like the same school that's on your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. If he came out with that school, I would have known into like <laughs> fucking Clarence. Tell <laughs> <Help> me again. <laughs> no, my lie this week was was really dumb, but uh, I have an eight year old son and he's pretty damn dumb. Oh he's not. And so I told oh, him I'm pregnant. Dumb. And he was like, what? Boys can't get pregnant. And I was like, no, seriously. I'm going to have a baby in nine months. And it's the weirdest fucking thing. And he was like, whatever. And so he put my hand, his hand on my stomach and I, I flexed the muscles or the fat, whatever. <laughs> I flexed fat. my fat. And I was like, you feel that? That's the baby kicking. And he believed me. <laughs> and that's why I say my son's it's dumb. Funny. Because he believed me, so no. Your son just looks up to you and, and doesn't expect Strangely you to say trust fuck you. <laughs> yeah, doesn't expect that shit from his dad. Wait, you know what? Props to you, man. When Liam gets old enough for me to lie to him and make it funny, <laughs> I'm so gonna do it. That's like maybe a year, two years away tops. I'm so excited about lying to my son. No. Told my kids we were gonna take them swimming at Wins tonight at eight because they were having like this free swim tonight. But it turns out it was the wrong date, so I accidentally lied to him today. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go at eight o'clock tonight," and then uh, it turns out it wasn't happening today, so it felt horrible. And I was like, "Kids, I lied." I was talking to Haley yesterday, and uh, or they went swimming last night at like nine, right as the sun's going down, so it's not as hot, you know, and the water is already warm. Well, tonight she's like, "Can we go swim this like 30 I'm like, "Haley, it's too late to go swimming." We're swimming this late, and she's like, "We went swimming at nine last." I'm like, "No, what did I say? <laughs> Why aren't you listening?" <laughs> the hose. Some good lies. Seriously, I don't think anybody really felt. And you know what? I think maybe we should switch it to making stop making them lie to somebody else and make them lie to us. 
It oh. seems to be a reoccurring theme. Right. So. And then it might be easier. But we'll know it's a lie. Yeah, but I want to hear him say it anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Daniel, your life sucked, by the way. You have to tell us a story that's a if, lie. If it was a if lie... If you'd have raped her, you made her pregnant. Yeah, if you're telling a lie that's unbelievable, next time push the fucking old lady down the stairs, you know? Well, actually, the reason for her falling is the fact that you, you guys, snatched the walker. You guys didn't believe <laughs> You kicked her walker and she fell but, down but backwards. But you believed it. Yeah, it's true. But why wouldn't we? It wasn't just that. waiting for it. None it's supposed to be an unbelievable lie. None of you just, and we all believe yeah, it. So. None of you suspect it. Yeah, the whole point is to be ridiculous. Right? Yeah, you're ridiculous. She would fell down while she was screaming for like help. I told a worker story story work. I don't know why she believed it, but that I committed manslaughter. Come on. I almost, Seriously. I almost stole that idea after you said it. My life is about manslaughter. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, anyway. Let's move right on. Um, new guy, you get to go first. What the fuck would you do for a thousand dollars, Daniel? This week. Do you guys like Star Trek? I love Star Trek. Alright, have you seen the you've seen the Wrath of Khan, right? Oh, I've never seen it. God! Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So like he was you know that little ear wing? Oh yeah. They put in the guy's ear? Uh-huh. I would do that. But you would in my butt. You, you would let someone throw one of those little bugs in your butt? For a thousand dollars. Wait, what who though? You wanna know who? Because that person is gonna control you. Does it have like ass traps? Yeah, yeah. basically. Alright, so the little, wait, 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 the little earworm is put you know. into the ear and it like travels into your brain and then Eats. they can tell you whatever. Would you, yeah. you, you have to do crawl? it? So would you just let it like butt crawl into your butthole like the way it crawled into the ear? Eventually we're getting to wherever. Anyway, so who's, who's putting it in your head that's going to control you? I, mean, I was going like, to crawl up. You know, crawl up. That's the real question. Is it the person going to give you the $1,000? Like, who controls you? Right. Because I mean, if somebody's cool, like, what's that? Well, I thought this would be obvious. Not yet. This man would have the control. It's funny to me. You can't, you can't see me. do visual Clarence. things on an audio cast. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. Clarence would be the inserter of the earwig. Oh, nice. So, what would you make him do, Clarence? Give me a thousand dollars and you'll see. Uh, <laughs> well, come on, you have complete reign over Daniel. Or, you know, until the earworm gets through with him or you're done with him. Well, there'd be no more reverse psychology. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where we're going to put that yet. <laughs> Hopeless before this. <laughs> if not, you're in store. Just wait for it. Might just be after the music at the end. I think that'd be good. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. You better ride at the very top. Um, Clarence, go ahead and go next. What would you do for $1,000 this weekend? Uh, for $1,000 this week, I would convert to Judaism. What is Judaism? I would be a Jew. He would go to the synagogue with you. I don't want to go to the fucking synagogue. So? He could. That would give him the option to, if you were to ever want to go. You could be like, like a religion with me. I'd be like, hey, New Testament, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> no offense. Sorry, Josh. Oh, that's all right. I know you take your, your Judaism very seriously. No, he doesn't. Real seriously. <laughs> Dude, you put a menorah in his not. butt and made me light it. I was just like, why? Why? <sighs> nice. So, Sam, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. What would you do for $1,000, man? What I would do, I wrote this down. I don't remember it. What I would do for $1,000 this week, oh yeah. I would let Mike Tyson eat cherry jello out of my ass. <laughs> And then I would French kiss him afterwards. So that I, oh, I mean, <laughs> dude, have you seen that 
face tattoo. Yeah, the face tattoo. Freak man. Yeah, he's won boxing matches just from to... because he has a fucking tattoo on his face. Someone's like, Why you gonna... punch him? <laughs> would, he, would he still be chewing on like the Evander Holyfield's ear or? I I don't care. I, I don't care if he brushes teeth for extra flavor. As long as he ate that cherry Jello before I kissed him, no problem. There's always room for Jello. There's always room for <laughs> I was hoping someone would say that. <laughs> Even when you're making it with Mike Tyson and it's kind of squirting out of your mouth as you do it. You know that guy's a hell of a kisser. It's like snowballing the Jello out of your ass into your mouth. Uh-huh. So a cherry Jello snowball. Ass Jello snowball. Dude, I should have... That's I should have thought of that. It included that in my initial statement. Right. It let have snowball the cherry jello. It sounds flavorful. Into my mouth. Suppose. <coughs> All right, so for a thousand dollars this week, I don't know what I'd do. Did you? No, not? I'm just kidding. Okay. Like, so for a thousand dollars this week, I'd sell both my cars and not tell my wife. I <laughs> <laughs> wish you'd just walk out the front Wait. door. Wait, you would sell your so car like five hundred a piece? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. What the fuck? (laughs) Cash, we got robbed. No, I got a good deal. (laughs) Cash it all in for one dollar bills, and so like, and you'd be ready. She walks outside, be like, "Where's the cars?" Open the briefcase, and then you can just like toss it in there. It's right here. (laughs) We're rich. (laughs) And for like two seconds, she'd be like, "Oh my god, we got all this money!" And then realize it's all ones. (laughs) That'd be horrible. I don't know. She's not very good at math. If she saw a lot of. Bill's lying around. She probably wouldn't be able to add it up that fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing quarters at her. Look at this money, huh? Do like a, a, a sort of rested development where he turns a hundred dollar bill to a hundred pennies. Job does it and presses the board. The board's like, ooh, pennies. Yeah, about that. Later on, Michael's like, so they were impressed that you lost. $99 within the first few minutes of being president. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Arrested Development rocks. Alright, so that's Great what we show. do for $1,000 this week. Um, Alright, who <laughs> top five was it this week? It was Clarence's. Tell us a story about how you came up with it, man. Uh, Josh told me. No, I'm I couldn't. I couldn't come up with a really good one because Daniel's here and he's kind of dumb. So I had to <laughs> Tell us what your initial one was. Well, you said us. The first I, one. <laughs> I sent Sam a text saying that my top five for the week is basic lands. Not art, just top, <laughs> top five, five basic, basic lands. lands. <laughs> I love playing Snow covered. That's funny because that's what I said. If you actually look snow covered lands, say basic land type. Right, so. okay, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the top five this week is non basic lands that do not produce colored mana. Well, first he said they don't produce mana. I was going to do... <laughs> but there's only like five mana. of them. Yeah. No, there's plenty. Yeah, there's plenty. Was well, there? I, I didn't even look. Yeah, there's quite a few. I could think of like five. There's so. like... There's four on my list. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like Maze of It, Falling Glaciers... Alright, so I'm anyway. out. <laughs> 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 That's it. So yeah, top five non-basic at? lands that do not produce colored mana. And you rolled high. Ah, fuck, I did. <sighs> Alright, so, number five is Blink Pop Nexus. Taps for one colorless, or you can tap the colorless and one, make a 1-1 one, one flyer. It's colorless, and what is he? Anybody? Just, uh, He's just a what what Blink uh, Moth. It's like Blink Moth? Sure, Blink Moth. Okay. Uh, target. What is it? It's something. It, it is. is. Because you can tap... Nexus? 
Devil. You can tap it and it gets plus one, plus one. God dang it. Right, Send man. us an email. Tell us. Look up Blue yeah. Buff Nexus. Uh, okay. Make an email us and tell us what Blue Buff Nexus turns into. Alright, number four. Russian. <laughs> Russian Imports from. Is it Mask? Is yes. From? yes. From Mask? Yeah, and it can tap for one, or you can tap one in it and tap any land. It's a Blink Moth. It, instead of Blink Moth? Really? Yep. Wow, it seems like it'd be something else. Anyway, so you tap target land, and I love this card back in the day. Fond memories. Uh, my number three is Mirren the Moaning Well, and that's also like a functional reprint, reprint of Diamond Valley, and basically, they both tap for one, or you can tap three, or I don't remember the colored mana on it. You tap a certain amount of colored mana, and you tap it, and you sacrifice a creature, and you gain life equal to its I don't think it's toughness. colored mana. I think it's three colorless. Colorless mana, thank you. Isn't it from Cold Snap and plus Snow? No. No. What you, which, which card is it? Oh, that's Mirren. right, that's right, yeah. I yeah. know the one you're talking about. Anyway, it, it's a good sack outlet. It's also a good way to gain life. If you're in the Moaning Well? Three, three, three tap, colorless tap sack. Sack yeah. of creatures. It's from right. Saviors. My number two is Dust Bowl. And I can't remember what Dust Bolt does. Dust Bolt produces one colorless oh, mana. You. And then you tap three and you sacrifice a land, and the target player has to sacrifice target land. No, no, it destroys, destroys target, target non-basic land. land. Right, so yeah. without having to sacrifice the way you're killing the land, such as Strip Mine and, uh, I don't know, the other one's Tonic Edge, and what's the other one? Wasteland? Wasteland. Yeah, this one has as many lands as you have, and as long as you can pay that mana, you can kill all of theirs, as long as it's non-basic. And then my number one That's is cool. Elephant yes. Graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> you have this on your list? It's not on my list, but... <laughs> this is, don't elephants get plus... No. <laughs> Would that be great? Regenerate a mana. You tap this land. What that? All it does is it taps this land, regenerate target elephant. That's it. That's all it does. It regenerates elephants. Oh, that's elephant. true. That's, that's out of... Sweet that's out of... Like Raving Heights or something. Yeah. All right, yeah, I Sam. saw that. What's your five, man? <laughs> My honorable mention uh, this week was Desert. Oh, I've always loved Desert. Uh, it, you can tap it for one, or you can tap it to do one point to a target attacking creature after damage is dealt. So, like, you can off uh, annoying little pesk, like Dark Confidant. He's a 2-1, right? Yeah, kill it, Dark Confidant. Don't let him hit you. I, I, it came out of Arabian Nights, originally? Honestly, I don't know. But it was time shifted. It was time shifted, and but the ones we the, the only ones we have are the Friday Night Magic ones. Right. So, there's so three that's why, that's the only reason I'm not sure, and I'm pretty sure it was, uh, it was Arabian Nights. Um, the my number five. I I'm hoping Josh wasn't on Josh's list, so I'm hoping it's on Clarence's. But Library of Alexandria. Yeah. It's a very nice one. You can tap it for one colorless, or you can tap it to draw a card. Now you can only do that if you already have seven cards in your hand. Yeah. But a land that. Draws you a card. Quit looking at my list, clients. You're looking at it like you're, you're eye fucking it. <laughs> uh, my number four is Mutavolt. Mutavolt. I love this shit out of this card. I remember I bought a whole box of Morning Tide just so I can acquire Mutavolts. I have a guy raised to get a Mutavolt. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I remember. We got like three cryptic commands that way too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but yeah, essentially, <laughs> you can tap him for one, or you can tap one and he becomes a 2 2 creature that has every creature type. So he's really fun. He's an upgrade to the Mishra's factory. Uh, my number three is Dust Bowl. Josh has already mentioned it. Only I actually knew what it did. So that, that's why it made my list. 
knew I liked it. I just can't remember what it was. I wrote them down earlier. <laughs> My number two is uh, Bazaar of Baghdad. Now, I've actually never played with this card, but I've played with the uh, Magus of Bazaar or whatever it was from uh, Future Sight or yeah. whatever set it was that right. came in. Uh, but it's a land that it does not produce mana. You tap it and you draw three, two cards and then discard three cards. But it's another land that makes you draw cards. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, yes. You're sitting here looking these cards up as yeah, we name I them. I see you doing this. Well, I want to learn about them. Uh, and then my number one is a card that I've included in every deck that I could possibly include it in is, since I pulled it from a pack so long ago from Urza's Destiny as uh, Yavi Maya Hollow. Uh, it's a land, like I said, it's a rare land from Destiny. You can tap a data colorless or you can tap a green and tap it to regenerate target creature. It's amazing. For one green mana, regenerate any of your creatures. Be like, screw you, Day of Judgment. I have Yavi Maya Hollow. It's legendary, though. So you only have sweet. one out, but it's It's amazing. It has done so much for me. It even made me come once. <laughs> Twice. Daniel, what's your top five? My top five non-basic lands don't produce colorless mana. Uh, they don't produce. They produce colored mana. Number five is Strip Mine, okay. which has been talked about. Uh, Academy of Ruin is my number four. Yeah, tell us what they do, sir. Oh, okay. Well, Strip yeah. Mine's been mentioned. No, I don't think so. And uh, we haven't actually said what it about does. It? What they do. Okay, you uh, you pay one and sacrifice it, right? No. You destroy. You just tap, tap and sack. Tap, you tap sack. Destroy target. Land. Target land. Make Basic it. land. Yeah. Land. 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 Just land. land. That's cool. I don't even know what I'm talking about here. I just, I've made. looked these up over the past. How long you been playing Magic, Daniel? Uh, since Shard Block came in. Shard Block. So it's not too long. Two and a half years. Not too bad though. I'm working on it. Longer than Matt. It's a working process. <laughs> Matt's always talking about I was going to drop magic and then he'll call me a couple hours later. I just bought some packs. You want to hear what I got? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, my next card is Academy Ruin, yeah. which you uh, tap for one colorless mana and pay one in a blue to return target artifact card from your graveyard to the top of your library. Very cool. It's legendary from legendary. what's up? Um, I knew that. I'm on the number five. Uh, <laughs> Number three is Ghost Quarter. Very nice. Uh, it's a recurring theme amongst the, our lands that we've chosen. Yeah. <laughs> it has its uses. Uh, Ghost Quarter, I'm not for sure. You tap the dead one colorless, or you can. You have to pay for it? I don't remember. Pay colorless um, for it or not? No, you just tap it. Just tap it, sack it, destroy target land, and you search its regular base. And yeah, this whoever's yeah. land you control gets a search out of a basic land to replace it with. So you can turn their non-basic lands into basics, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, my number two is Bizarre Baghdad. This has been mentioned. I thought that was pretty cool. It's free. Being able to draw cards uh, with a land, and then uh, my next one was my number one was Beautiful. Cool. This is the first non-basic land I ever bought, and I was like, what is this card? It's amazing. It was so good. Why that isn't one. it in everyone's deck? It will be. <laughs> it was a Okay. My top five, I have two honorable mentions, and they're two cards that I never had the money to buy, so I never used them. Uh, one's Bizarre Baghdad, just what they said about it, and the other's Diamond Valley. Uh, both from Arabian Nights. Uh, Diamond Valley doesn't produce mana, it just says tap sack a creature game life equal to its toughness. And, yeah, it's good. Uh, 
My number five is Bosiju Who Shelters All. From Champions of Kamigawa. I hate that card. Comes into play tapped, but you can tap it, pay two life, add one colorless mana to your mana pool. It's used to cast an instant or sorcery, that card can't be countered. You hate the card because you play counter magic. No, I don't. I like the card because I don't play that. What do you mean I play counter magic? Just because. You on blue. Shut up. Uh, my number four, which is also now my number one for funniest card names because I forgot about it and thought I was making this list, is Island of Whack Whack. I, I was fully expecting oh, yeah. someone to mention that. It's name. from Arabian Nights. You can tap it to reduce target flyer's power to zero. Uh, yeah. Island of Black White. And I bought one. And it counts as an island. It's called Island of Black White. Uh, my number three is Maze of Eth. It's from the dark. You can tap it to untap target attacking creature. Remove it from combat. Deals no damage. Uh, number two is Academy of Ruins. Which you can do to a Sarah Angel. Yeah. For years, we thought otherwise. Uh, Academy Runes from Time Spiral, one colorless or blue and a colorless, but artifacts in the graveyard on top of your library because it rocks when you get to Oblivion Stone every turn. Yeah, it does. And my number one is Strip Mine because it will blow up any land you guys have set. Every single one of them. Pretty awesome. Top five non basic lands that don't produce me. Call it a band that rocks too. Alright, do you guys want to talk about memorable magic games you guys played? Check it out. I played one game of magic this week. What was it? I was hoping you'd have all sorts of interesting tech ideas. I was hoping you'd say you built Turbo Land on fucking workstation. I said that last week. You did Turbo Land last week? Sweet. Rock. You still playing it? Uh, A little bit. Today I I, I realized that I hadn't played magic for the podcast. And so I was like, "Ah, I better play again real quick. So I played uh, Red White black control with uh, a Johnny Vengeance, Sarkin the Mad, uh, just a bunch of fun stuff. Wall of Omens. Well, I'm, I'm playing and I'm playing against blue-white control. The first land I lay down is uh, Lava, Claw, Lava Claw Reaches, and then he spreading sees it, and I'm like, well, shit, because, uh, well, anyways, I draw into Marsh Flats, get, it, get to Inquisition of Kozilek, on turn two, and his hand is Path to Exile, Spreading Seas, Path to Exile. I'm like, yeah. So I get rid of the Spreading Seas, and he has nothing left. And I guess he didn't really know what I was playing because he, I lightning him like the next turn, and he wouldn't discard the pass, so he discarded land, and so he was kind of land screwed because he wouldn't. <laughs> but he was playing like a blue white control ish build. Well, then I, the turn four, I play a Johnny Vengeance. Right, keep one of his untapped lands tapped. And I just build it up to seven counters, blow up all his lands, and he kept playing. <laughs> so Gotta love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you seriously do. And I followed... After I blew up all his lands, I played another a Johnny Vengeance <laughs> and did the so. three damage. And then I blightninged him again. And get... At and then you went to his house, found his children, and raped him. I, was playing, <laughs> I played two Wall of Omens, and then I played Sark on the Mad, and he still wouldn't concede, which was pretty cool. He played the match through. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, got to kill him with Sarkon's uh, target or dragon creatures you control ability. Really? That's yep. fun. And, yeah, it was a fun game. Not a lot of people say that. Alright, so, Daniel? 
any memorable magic game you um, want to tell us about? There was really one in particular, but I I chose this one. It's the uh, first time I ever beat Dave Gwynn of Magic. Dave Gwynn is who? Uh, he's the owner of the uh, comic book store here in town. And the biggest homosexual we know. Massive homosexual. Yeah. I don't know. He I like he's not the biggest, like, large. He's oh. just a big guy. <laughs> well, yeah. He's <laughs> large. Love um, you, Dave. He, uh, he really liked... When Shards came out, he really liked Rome Razor. Yeah, he's he all did. about it. And he still, still is all about it. it. And uh, I built a deck based around it. And later on, I, so I still had it put together. And he had kind of a build he was working on. So it wasn't very good. And I stomped his face in. And it was awesome. Tell us how you did it. Yeah. Do I don't remember particularly. It was like two and a half years ago. Okay. It two was like Realm Razor. Yeah. Bitch. I drew mine first. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> I have... Oh, what was it? Bloom just Tinder just out typical, you don't, so I'm Yeah, weird. typical name. The lad Bloom Tinder. You know, Thoctars. Naya Charm. Elves. Hierarchs. The good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Hyrax are elves. I don't care about the human druid bullshit. They're fucking elves. They're a one for an O one, and they produce mana. That's a fucking elf. Birds are elves too. <laughs> Birds can be elves too. Do you have a memorable magic game you'd like Birds to tell us about? Uh, I did. I wrote down Whoopi. <coughs> Why did I just write down Whoopi? What? <laughs> I wrote down the word Whoopi, and I'm, now, I'm like, oh shit. Did you play Magic, Go- Magic against Whoopi Goldberg or something? <laughs> nope. Can I outside and take I, a piss? I played Magic with her clitoris. Oh, 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 it's Magic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alyssa was singing that song today. Um, fuck. I played, a, I played a few games this week. Josh came over earlier this week. We played some games. Yeah. We played some standard. I really enjoyed stomping that red deck wins, but I just did it because... The same green. I'm still playing the same green deck that I talked about the last two podcasts, where I, it's, it's basically the Turbo Land but Mono Green style, where I'm throwing out a whole bunch of lands with Oracle Madias and yeah, such. And, and you got me another Vengevine thing. Did you bring it tonight? Sweet. Uh, so yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I'm, I'm decided I want more Call Me Hydras because I'm, I'm consistently dropping this guy on turn three for like two mana, and, and like if I had more, I could just drop more. And it's great. If I only had Yavi Maya Hollow, it would keep my creatures alive. If only. Yeah, if only. Or an equivalent. Alright. Or Hollow the Bandit Lord to give him haste. Well, if I call the Bandit Lord, I don't want to pay three life to give a creature haste. It's gay. You guys want to wrap this up real quick? We can talk about. Not, not the podcast, but I wanted to talk about uh, the format change. Um, Alright, June 18th, I got the article right in front of me. Wizards released this <coughs> on their banner restricted list. That there's going to be two cards banned. One is Sword of the Meek, the other is Hypergenesis. And although that's big news, the real big news was the other part. And I'm sure this is a little bit of old news to everyone. This will be talked about quite a bit. Uh, they're changing Extended and cutting out. Mirrodin was supposed to rotate in October and it's supposed to move up. But July 1st, they're going to rotate out Mirrodin, they're going to rotate out the Kimigawa block, they're going to rotate out the Ravnica block. And, and Cold Snap and 9th Edition. All gone. All gone, July 1st. We'll see ya. And so it changes the format to like a four-year format. And actually in October, when Mirrodin was supposed to rotate out, they're going to rotate out the Time Spiral. So we're going to go all the way up to the Lorelin block. 
come October when uh, Shards of Mirrodin, or what's it called? Scars. Scars of Mirrodin comes out. So, the format change happened. What do you guys, what's your thoughts on it? Daniel, do you want to go first, man? Since you're the newest player. Sure. Um, what are your thoughts on this? I want to get a different I personally, I'm pretty excited about it. Right. Because uh, I never got the chance to play extended. I, I still haven't had the chance because I don't have, I mean, if I had the funds, you know, I could get most of the cards because it's pricey. So, but, like, give me an example. Like, like Zoo, for example. Right. It's, you know, it's one of the best decks in extended. And it can, it can run you like $400. Easy. 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 600 I've heard. That's in that's if you don't have time to play, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have toys. So like, I was like, I, you know, I can't, I can't play anything worthwhile. So, but as I started in, I still got to work with Laurel and Morning Tide, Heaven Tide and... Yeah, but that's, that's just one block compared to three blocks and two other sets too. Well, yeah, but that one block... In October means I'm gonna be able to play. Absolutely, yeah. like I'll, I'll be able to play extended as well as standard. And that was and I can start off kind of fresh. Yeah, that was Wizard's argument is that extended was too pricey for for most players, and that they had such a growth in their business lately. A lot of players are newer. Their idea was like uh, for extended originally when developed when when they made the format was. You're going to take all these cards that you worked so hard to acquire for standard and actually have a use for them. Here's this format, extended format, for you to use these cards. But that was just wasn't that wasn't how it was working. Most of the, since there was such a large card pool, card pool, and all these just great cards already available, uh, people weren't able to use their these, these standard cards because they weren't viable in the format. So my advice shortening that fucking card pool for it it's actually a viable strategy for your cards which I'm quite excited about it Sam's excited Clarence how do you feel? I feel like I don't know I don't like it but I do like it because the reason I don't like it is because I feel like there's going to be a lot less combo decks and I like in extended I like combo decks I like games that last one turn (laughs) I mean it's just it's cool to watch a, a combo go off but I like it Once. because uh, the the set, it's more recent. You you kind of already have a feel for what's good. There's not really there'll still be a chance that that off the wall decks come out. Oh but, yeah, but Actually, it's more of a chance. But for the most part, I mean, there's not format defining decks. Yeah, yeah, but there really there really are. I mean, like Varies. if you talk about we'll the. See. A lot of builds from up. I mean, there, there's going to be, you know, fairies and jund, and I mean, it's five color, elves, perfect mana bases to do color. anything you want. Perfect I love color. it. I mean, it's it's all recent, so it's not like you're not going to go to an extended tournament and sit down and see something as completely. Right, well, what we lost with this rotation, what this this big announcement, well, we lost the, uh, the Sword of the Meek and Thunder Foundry deck by the banning of Sword of the Meek. They also got rid of Dark Depths combo with Hexmage because Depths rotated out with Cold Snap. And Hypergenesis also, as Clarence I discovered, can be a turn two or maybe even a turn one kill if you're fucking really lucky. It was turn one. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens. So I'm not missing any of these decks. It, it's These decks were in the top eight 
two or three times of each tournament in the last extended season. Dredge is gone. Most built is Zoo gone. Right. Well, Zoo uh, and a lot of these decks are actually just going to modify. There's going to be a, a there's going to be a Zoo deck. build. Yeah, there's going to be a Dredge's Dredge oh, deck. Oh, and Zoo. The cycling and the uh, Crypt combo. Oh yeah, yeah. Crypt yeah, and Living End. Yeah, Living End is still legal. That's true. Yep. And uh, I mean, so. Like, there's deck types That's that are out there that are going to get to survive, that. even though this big rotation happened, as we just mentioned. Like, and Zoo will still exist, just not in the same form. And it's really going to push... That, so do you think they did the right thing banning those two cards? All right, well, let me tell you what my feelings were. When I read the announcement, I was really fucking pissed. And I think it's just from playing for so long. And so immediately, change, no scared, hold the guy. They, they took away basically two and a half years of collecting that we had. We have all these cards, and we're not going to get to see their full playability like we usually do, because most of the time, we only play extended and standard. And so This I, was another, I think their, the other goal they had is now we have these cards for Legacy. Legacy is going to yeah, be a bigger expand. format. All these people who really enjoy no, no, no. playing these let extended me, format the decks. Let me finish. What I'm okay, saying sorry, go. is that, you know, I was. I felt really betrayed, and I felt, you know, this was yet another huge change of Wizards is taking them. And my, my idea on it is never that I'm going to quit Magic. It's because they always keep the game entertaining and fun, and as long as they do that, as long as I'm always enjoying playing, I'm not going to stop playing, no matter how they change it. And so I, I had to sit back and think about it. And then I started coming up with the same answers these guys did, that it's going to bring newer players in, that it's going to, you know, the format's going to grow because of this. And the other thing is there's been a rumored format uh, of... A black, a, mo- a little, a mass block forward format. And uh, my theory is that's going to be the new legacy. I, these guys harshly disagree with me. I don't know. I'm but, calling uh, it legacy, but what is this idea of yours? Okay, they reconstruct and extend it. So been... why wouldn't reconstruct legacy and then push the classic vintage format as the more like what legacy is now? Yeah, okay, the, what, what, there's been rumors been... floating about that there's going to be a new format. Like, now that this is extended, that they're going to, you know, take those cards they just took away from us and make it into an eternal, uh, format. an eternal format from the mass block all the way to current. So it's not huge, you know? Like, legacy is everything. And what they were saying, I, I actually heard a little bit about this listening to podcasts and stuff. Like, in legacy, if you want to build a good legacy deck, you can, you're going to drop close to two grand. Easy. Where Unless you play goblins. Where... <laughs> Yeah. What if if they make this new format? Then you could probably build a, a pretty good deck for six to eight hundred dollars. Which and this is a deck you're never gonna have to take apart. You just add to it as it goes. Right. You may add and to it. it so it's a one-time investment. And, and you know they're just saying it'll it'll make a, an eternal format that people can afford to play rather than you know legacy, which is huge. But okay, legacy was originally uh, uh, called Type One Point Five. Uh-huh. That's what legacy was, and, no, no, no. and it was yeah. No, legacy was okay. It derived from One Point Five. So what was extended? Extended. I don't. I don't think it was called Type. Things Type One Point Five, and legacy was Type One. Yeah, but now extended. Okay, you guys are right. Never mind. Never mind. So that that right. road I was about to go down. So even though I came out with towards negative feelings towards the entire change, I changed my mind and I do feel positive about it. Even though we are losing a lot of things, because hopefully we'll get them back in another, I don't know, another way or shape or form. 
if they, if they don't go through with this other format, with the mascot format, then I I will kind of be upset about it. I'll be like, well, crap. Now we should have ditched those rapid <laughs> shocklands and all this other Tom shit. And Why do we waste voice. money on dark death? Right. Yeah, we didn't. Did, we, did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Yeah, we traded those away. We got money. That's anyway, crap. And I just found that foil thought. What I want to move on to is, uh, if you, I know you guys have got to be thinking about ideas for decks you want to play. Daniel, why don't you go first, man? What are you thinking? Like, this new extended format. Let's say Dave was having an I'm extended really, tournament in two weeks. What are you taking? I'm really interested. In July. I'm really interested to see how Elves is going to turn out. Okay. Because like, I think it's got. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be really solid or good, but I'm interested in it. Like, I, I expect probably the best, the dominating, to be like. You know, a version of cruel control, fairies, stuff like that. But I think that uh, elves could be really cool because you have uh, you know Drazi Monument now to handle flyers. Precious uh, perfect. Imperious is perfect. The the two th- uh, the three four death touch on turn Vince two. Vince Vanquisher. Sure. Yeah, like it's got a lot of threats. That elvish archer. That we got, you know, we didn't see a lot of play. It's like two for one one, but you tap and it does one damage to all flyers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's pretty good. I think fairies will, at first, everyone that's what they're going to try to force, but they're going to see there's more five color control builds that uh, that 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 trumped that trumped the deck. You know that they've been thinking about this for a while. This is huge change, so they knew this coming up. So they were building towards this moment. They're making sets with the idea of this moment in mind. This wasn't something they thought last Saturday. Taps in the joiner. Hey, you know what'd be fucking cool? <laughs> well, character. According to Eric Bonham, aka the Mighty Jin, they do that a lot when making their decisions. <laughs> <laughs> they they like to light up right before they start their conference meetings. They have a lot of the big decisions in these last couple of years. Have you noticed these last couple of years? There's been more changes to Magic than Magic's entire history. Absolutely. It's amazing. And none of them, I can say, like initially, there's always like hesitation. Everyone's always like, I don't know about this, but they. Pretty much a voice enough to be pretty a yeah, pretty good they, thing. Been doing really good at marketing and everything. Actually. Every it, it's overall just really gone very well for them, and uh, I think With everyone the will agree. Of mythic rarity. With the exception yeah, of kinda... mythic rarity, thank you, thank you for for. I think it's cool, but I think it kind of sucks. Pointing out the fucking elephant right. in the room. Like it's like it's 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 like ooh a mythic rarity, but it's like God, these are so expensive and so hard to find. I don't really want to get back into that. We yeah. talked about it last week. Oh my bad. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but, so, oh, Clarence, tell me about a deck you thought about. What would you uh, be taking? I recently said that I'm only going to play red deck ones forever. <laughs> I have that recorded, by the way. So, I'll probably play red deck wins. <laughs> but I always come up with a deck and try to play it. So I'll probably build a, a some form of elementals deck that yeah. cool. was pretty popular in lower one. And like a five-color elemental? Revlark is amazing. So, you know, we'll have Anathomancer and all these people that are thinking about perfect mana and five color decks. That and Fulminator Mage. Should make Anathomancer pretty amazing. If you're using. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I, something, something with Revlark, Elementally, I don't know. That's cool. But I'll like end it. up playing Red Deck Points. Right, so, I, like, immediately my mind went to the foil Revlarks that I bought, too. Like, kind of like deck can I make that's exactly where I went but I think I'm actually leaning towards the five color control like I was playing at uh, PTQs about a year ago just with uh, vivid lands and filter lands and just casting cloud threshers and cryptic commands bullshit like that 
And when I say red deck wins, I mean red deck wins with a splash of black for an Athamancer and lightning. Obviously. So, Sam, what about you, man? Initially, that's what I was thinking is like what you were talking about, doing a five-color thing where you can really abuse all the mana and everything and play Cloud Thresher. God, I love Cloud Thresher. I am gay for Cloud Thresher. And he's an elemental, not even a person. We have 27 of them. (laughs) So good. And I've had sex with every single one of them, except for the foil. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Uh, so like that that's initially what I wanted to do but I really got the thinking uh, right there uh, at when we first saw Lorwyn block and we're still playing Time Spiral uh, Time Spiral or Lorwyn came after Time Spiral block right? I'm right Yeah. it seems like I'm forgetting something there anyways when we're playing that I played that red green big mana deck so I'd probably want to start with a base of something like that and go from there I hate Teacher and Commander I yeah but that it. was the deck I didn't play Siege Okay. I played... Uh, it's, uh, the decks that won played Siege It did. I did not win very much. I played uh, Call of the Herd over Siege Game Commander because I, I, love, I, I love that card. Uh, but what it eventually occurred to me when, uh, when after this format change, it didn't occur to me right at the top, was, oh my god, Troll Aesthetics in 10th edition. I can use Troll! I got really excited, so he would be in there. You yeah. should do Black Green. Kind of like black green. I thought about it because there's so there's like the the, like the black white hybrid cards that we got out of Eventide have always always intrigued me and I've always loved that. So like there's also probably like a a mono black build you could do using like Mind's Legend, the Spirit Avatar. What was he called? Love the shit out of that guy in the Deathbringer Leech. What was the black white Spirit Avatar? He was five four 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 Divinity of Pride. Divinity of Pride. Uh, and you and use all these great black cards and little vampire guys that we've gotten recently. And you could probably do a mono black thing that just just kills. I think, love it. I think that uh, Nucklebee will be pretty good. And Niv Mizzet. Yeah, he's totally gone. I just I just want to say that he has a fun name to say. Nucklebee is still so be pretty good. Um, in the edition, we all also have Wrath of God still in the extended until it's gone. Which is really cool. I need to really be thinking about post-Scars for Extended because we're probably not going to see any big Extended events until after Scars comes out. But but I'm so busy thinking about what do we get with 10th edition and Time Spiral that we can really abuse. And I think Clarence has really nailed it. I think uh, besides Fairies, we're probably going to see a lot of what was called Vans Grant. What was the deck? Scape Shift. Not Scape Shift. The, 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 The other one that you can cascade into... Living in, living in. Thank you. I think living in is probably gonna make a pretty big showing right at the top because everyone loved the hypergenesis and living in was already a deck and they banned hypergenesis and so living in is the way to go. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I didn't feel like it there's a lot of cyclers. Uh, it, it's it's not as good as hypergenesis. I I've always said that. It's, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's not as good as the well, just because you didn't think it was good doesn't mean that it's not the perfect format for it. I mean, you really think about it. That deck builds itself. I guess <laughs> like this format changes enough that it might be good. Yes. It, is and, there a card and, that lets you search your library and put creatures into the graveyard? There is. But you know, there is one thing. There is one thing that I really like about this. Uh, as Josh very well knows, I when they first announced the time-shifted card from Time Spiral, like I was so giddy. I was like, oh my god, we get to use these cards, and there was all these great ones. But uh, most of all, in the time shifted cards, uh, we did we did see uh, a banner return to the standard format. I don't remember what it was called, but there was a banner in those time shifted cards. It was, I don't remember. 
It was it Benelux Hero? Was it white? Was it time shifted? I don't remember. Um, well, we'll get up and next time we'll talk about the ending. <laughs>